0: Well, a big oh hello, everyone. This is Tony Richards on the Better Than Before show on the C-Suite Radio Network coming to you from the shores of Lake Barkley in western Kentucky in downtown Grand Rivers. Coming up on the show today, the quote I'm pondering this week. Also, the National Days of Celebration for the next week, there's big doings going on in the artificial intelligence world. I'm going to share with you a tactic that the new CEO of Lyft is using to stay in touch with the market. And today on our leadership and business lesson, we're going to continue the aspects of mindset. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects in the whole wide world, which is the power and efficacy of words. That's all coming up right here on this episode of Better Than Before. Well, last time I talked to you, I was getting ready to come down here for my 43rd high school class reunion, which they ended up calling it our 60th birthday party, which I think I would have rather had the 43 class reunion than the 60th birthday party. But anyway, It went really well. I was able to sit with two of my closest friends from school and their wives and see a lot of people. There's a trend now in class reunions. Maybe you've had this happen with yours. There's a new thing now where they invite everyone you ever went to school with in high school. So if you had someone in your freshman year who was part of your class that moved away and didn't go through the other three years, they get invited also. And so there was a, a man there that was in our freshman class that I had not seen in, he had three years onto the 43, I guess 46 years since I've seen this fella. He lives in Las Vegas now. And so it's really nice to see him. The other sort of interesting and kind of sad thing is that 35 of my classmates have passed away since high school we had the largest graduating class in the history of livingston central high school it was over 100 117 or somewhere around in there it was the largest class but 35 of them have passed away let's see what is that that is that's 30 percent of my classmates that have Passed from this life. That's kind of sad, but there was a wonderful tribute to them with their graduation pictures and nice frames on a table there when you first came in. And then also, we saluted every class member who served in the military because it was on Veterans Day when we had our class reunion. And that was very, very nice and very heartfelt. We had a nice meal, had a wonderful, wonderful time together. And I had to keep reminding them that our next official reunion would be in 2026. But anyway, also, I had broken a tooth before I left on that road trip. And my dentist could get me in about two hours before I had to leave town. And he got me in the chair and he was able to drill down on the tooth and he was able to fill it. So that's great news. Out of all the possibilities, worst being pull it. The next being root canal and the next being as we're going up the good possibilities, then crown and finally to be able to fill it and have it hold. And it's been a couple of weeks now and it it's held and the pain has slowly but surely dissipated and it feels normal again. It's nice to chew on that side of my mouth again. And the dentist knew I had to leave town he got me out of the chair and you know he had to numb up my head quite a bit and leaning back in the dentist chair like that I get lightheaded so I was a little woozy walking out but he and the dental assistant they walked me out to my car out the back door got me in the car and got me on my way on my road trip didn't ask me to go back through the lobby didn't ask me to stop at the front desk didn't ask me to pay didn't ask me any of that just wanted to get me on the road and and get me going, which they did. I did call in and pay the bill via financial transfer, but that's just how awesome my dentist is. I will never forget that. I'm going to do something very nice and special for him and the attending assistant when I go back in here in a couple weeks for exam. All right, here's the quote I've been pondering lately. This is powerful from Charlie Munger, co-chairman of Berkshire Hathaway with Warren Buffett. He says, you should remember that good ideas are rare, and when you find one, the odds are greatly in your favor. Bet heavily. In other words, first of all, you've got to recognize whether it's a good idea or not. You also have to recognize they don't come along every single day. A lot of people have ideas they think are good that are not good. But when you do have a good idea, go all in. I mean, bet heavy on it. Charlie Munger, and boy, have I been thinking that one over the last few days, and we'll continue to ponder it here through the Thanksgiving holiday. David Risher is the new CEO of Lyft, which is Uber's competitor for ride-sharing service. He says the best way to know which big bets to place is when you're the CEO is to immerse yourself in the marketplace that you're trying to serve. And one way he continues to do that is to drive a Lyft car. He meets and talks with passengers and other drivers almost constantly during the work week to take in market information and gather data. So he's right up close with things the service needs to do better. And I think that'll probably pay off in their competition with Uber. That is David Risher, the new CEO of Lyft. In the artificial intelligence world, there's been big doings happened there over the last couple of days. Microsoft, their stock has been moving higher at the time of, of this recording, which is I'm recording this on the 20th of November, and you'll start hearing this on the 21st of November. But Microsoft shares are up almost 10 bucks today because Friday... OpenAI fired Sam Altman, their CEO, and they also fired their former president and co-founder, Greg Brockman, and they have now been scooped up and are joining Microsoft to lead a new advanced AI research team. And following all of this on X, formerly known as Twitter, Suggests the duo has already recruited others from OpenAI to work with them at Microsoft. There are estimates out there that almost 600 employees may be making the move from OpenAI over to Microsoft. That is massive. This is going to really double down the AI race that's been an arms race this year between Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet, also known as Google. And, man, are they going to drive additional R&D spending on AI and a lot of chip development going to be even more great news for outstanding performers like NVIDIA. But, wow, I have bet heavily on Google and Amazon. I don't hold any Microsoft. I've got a good-sized bet on Google and one on Amazon as investments. This is an amazing turn of events. I mean, this has been going on all year long. One will get the upper hand, then the other will come out with an announcement to get the upper hand. And it is a fascinating thing to watch history happening right in front of our eyes. But what I think is most amazing is that open AI company was formerly valued at around 60 billion dollars. And essentially, if they can hire on the CEO and the former CEO, and then if they get those 600 employees, they will essentially buy the company for almost nothing compared to its value. I mean, what's left over there that they would want besides the outstanding people they're getting? It's just, it's an amazing development, an amazing deal happening here right before our eyes. Okay. The National Days of Celebration for this week on the 21st today is World Hello Day. Let me be the first to say hello to you on World Hello Day. It's World Television Day today, National Gingerbread Cookie Day. It's National Red Mitten Day and National Stuffing Day. So if you're going to do a little pre-Thanksgiving, today is National Stuffing Day. On the 22nd, it's National Taiwan On Day. It's National Jukebox Day. Do they even have jukeboxes anymore? I suppose they do. They still have a day. National Cranberry Relish Day. And on the 23rd, this Thursday, just two days from now, it'll be Thanksgiving Day. It's also a National Day of Morning. It's National Espresso Day. And it's Fibonacci Day this Thursday. Those of you who do trading and investing in the stock market, you will know what a Fibonacci is. On the 24th, this Friday is Black Friday, the big shopping day of the year, after the day after Thanksgiving when everybody goes very irrational and very illogical and buys a bunch of stuff on the day after Thanksgiving. It's also National Native American Heritage Day, the National Day of Listening, National Flossing Day, which would be good after Thanksgiving, and it's National Sardines Day this coming friday on saturday it's national play day with dad it's national parfait day and don't forget it's national small business saturday this saturday so if you're going to shop shop local and shop small business on the 26th sunday it's national secondhand sunday and national cake day and then monday still more shopping it's cyber monday This coming Monday, where all kinds of internet deals will be happening, and they'll be encouraging you to buy some Christmas presents and gifts on Monday for Cyber Monday. It's also National Bavarian Cream Pie Day, all this week, National Days of Celebration. Wow. There's a lot going on, right? A whole lot going on. All right. We've been talking about the aspects of mindset, and I have been talking about various ways to improve your mindset and various things that you can be doing to increase your thinking, increase your positivity, and just a lot of stuff over the last four or five episodes. If you go back, you'll be able to hear all of the stuff that I've been teaching about mindset. And today might be my favorite aspect of it. Next week, we'll be doing the Leadership Book of the Month. It'll be Michael Lewis's Going Infinite the story of Sam Bankman fried I'll be uh, reviewing that in next week's episode. But this week, talking about words, the power and efficacy of words and what they can do to your mindset and to your mind. No discussion of thoughts and their impact on your health would be complete if we didn't talk about words, the fruit of your thoughts, the words you speak. Words are actually containers. If you think about it, they're containers of emotion, of feeling, of communication. They are amazing things. You think them and you speak them. And the words you speak are electromagnetic and quantum life forces that come from thoughts inside your brain, which you build into your mind by thinking, feeling and choosing over the process of time. Now, words can contain power and they also reflect your thought life, influencing the world around you and the circumstances of your life. Your words are therefore very useful, but they can also be very harmful because they provide insight into what is holding you back or possibly propelling you forward. The words you speak Feedback into the physical thoughts you have built into your mind, reinforcing the memory they come from. When you make negative statements, you release negative chemicals. And these chemicals allow negative memories to grow stronger, especially if you continue to allow these thoughts to dominate your thought process. Whatever you think about the most is going to grow, When you constantly think about something negative and speak about it, it can become a negative stronghold that controls your attitude and also consequently your life. Every time you utter a negative statement, you release negative quantum energy and upset the balance of peptides, which affects the environment of your brain and puts the body into something called toxic stress. On the other hand, The more you speak positively, the more you think positively. I'm talking about much more than just positive thinking or positive affirmations because framing your world with words is not just about talking positively. The problem with positive affirmations per se is they operate at the surface level of conscious thinking, but do not align with the non-conscious mind where limiting beliefs really make their home. See, your words have to be backed up with honesty and integrity, or what in psychological terms is called cognitive congruence. Positive affirmations only work when you believe what you say. If you're lying to yourself, you will experience cognitive dissonance, the opposite of cognitive congruence, which can impact your mental and physical health because you're creating an internal war with yourself. Whitewashing your toxic thoughts and words with positive thinking affirmations is just a temporary fix. It's like sticking a Band-Aid on it. What you do and what you say on the outside must reflect what you think and actually believe on the inside. The root, which is what you're really thinking, and the fruit, what you are saying, need to match up or you're going to create neurochemical chaos in your brain. A lack of congruence causes toxic stress and affects the way information is processed and memory is built. When you bring more intentionality and you're more mindful about what you want to say, what you're saying at the time, and what you're actually thinking about what you're saying, it brings all sorts of pre-funnel resources to help get the amygdala unstuck from toxic emotions. And if you've heard me talk about emotional intelligence in the past, you've heard me talk about the part of the brain called the amygdala. This happens because the more intentionality mindfulness you have, the more activation you have in the right ventrolateral prefrontal cortex, and the less activation you have in the amygdala in response, and this is a good thing. For example, using a positive affirmation like, I'm brilliant and I'm successful, may backfire if you don't truly believe it at the non-conscious level. To effectively reconceptualize your thinking and your resultant words, consider who you are becoming. Focus on your progress. A more realistic positive statement would be something like, I believe I have the potential to release the brilliance that is inside me, and each day I will spend one to three minutes consciously and deliberately working toward achieving this goal. So, see, you put a positive spin on the honest reality of what you're feeling in the now moment. You're redesigning your future because your future is in your hands and in your thoughts and in your words. The love and support of those we trust is integral to this process because you need support. Last thing you need is someone making fun of you or undermining what you're trying to do. But ultimately, You can't be a victim here. You have to be a creator, which means you have to make the choice to change and move forward. Framing your world with your words involves replacing negative thinking and words by changing your word mindset. When you start speaking positive words, words that are rooted in honest thinking, you literally destroy the old toxic memory and grow a beautiful new memory to replace the painful and oppressive one. Now, of course, you're going to still remember what happened to you in the past, but the memory has been reconceptualized. It's no longer ruling your life anymore. Instead, it becomes a rich part of your character. Congruent thinking, not positive words, create the necessary changes you need in your brain pathways. This type of thinking takes time and work because you have to be aware of your words and the mindset that is behind them. This awareness enables you to capture these thoughts and change them. You cannot fix a problem you do not even acknowledge is there in the first place. You can't fix a problem in an instant either. Success comes from the realization that we do not always measure up to our dreams. A lot of times we have to change our direction or acknowledge we're evolving as we're heading to where we want to go. This takes time, of course. So, Give yourself the necessary space and time to get this done. Now, here's some tips for you. Number one, you have to acknowledge that the issue exists through observing the words you're speaking and the impact they have on you and on other people and things in your life. You must become intentionally mindful about all of this. Number two, examine your words and compare them to the thoughts that originated them. Are they congruent? If not, write down the two and start working toward congruency over cycles of about 21 days. Number three, practice going into superposition, which we talked about in a previous episode, and taking time to examine your words. Think about what is wrong with them. Think about what's right with them, with what you say, and consider who you are becoming and focus on your progress. Start today, replacing negative statements with positive statements, thinking about the kind of change you want to see in your life. You might reconceptualize your self-talk to sound more like, I'm a work in progress, and that's totally fine. Why is that? Because it's pointing you in the direction of something that's achievable. It's something that is growing with you, and it's pretty realistic. Another example might be Every moment, I'm making an effort to be more conscious about how I manage my time. This statement acknowledges the fact that you're evolving and you have a choice in creating a better future for you. And finally, number four, putting feelings into words has tremendous therapeutic efforts on your mind and on your physical brain. So this is well worth your time and attention to do. Well, that wraps up our Aspect of Mindset series, and I hope you've learned some things about how your mind works, about how thoughts work, how words work, and about how you can change your whole world creatively and also from a neuralistic standpoint. That's our show today. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony TonyRichards4. ClearVisionDevelopment.com is my website. Go over there. You can find out all kinds of stuff about how to work with me as a client. You can see all our episodes Better Than Before. We've got six years worth of episodes there. Some outstanding guests from about every leadership, executive, and management topic you can imagine. There's 20 years worth of my writing over there on the site. There's some videos there and a whole lot more. That's clearvisiondevelopment.com. You can also sign up for my free Monday morning newsletter. Every Monday morning, I send out a newsletter to people who are subscribers. We've got almost 30,000 subscribers now, and it hits their inbox every single Monday morning. And you can be there. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to clearvisiondevelopment.com on the homepage there and put in your email address. It's that simple. You're signed up and you'll start getting the Monday morning memo from me. Special thanks, as always, to our producer, Tessa Hall. She's my right arm, my left arm, my right leg, my left leg. She's just about everything. She does everything to make sure this podcast and the Monday morning memo and all that great stuff get to you every single week. So be thankful for Tessa this Thanksgiving. Until we visit again next week, I'm your host, Tony Richards, here on the C-Suite Radio Network on the Better Than Before show, reminding you, Everything gets better when you get better. So long, from Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leader's podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards.